Hey everybody, Matt Johnson and Jeff Cohn here with Elite Real Estate Systems. Uh, this is the latest installment of the Elite Real Estate Systems Hangout and we're talking all about internet lead gen today and we've got some really cool stuff to share. As always, I'm going to bring in Jeff. Jeff, what is up today? Hey, what's up, Matt? I'm super jealous. Matt Johnson is in San Diego today. His background might be a little bit different and he said it's nice and sunny. He even had to close his blinds today, so I do not feel too bad for you, Matt. I know, I know. It's but it's only a matter of time till you come and visit, and then that'll be fine. So that's true. That's soak true. up the sun. That's right. Um, all right. So uh, so our time is limited. We want to keep it nice and short and punchy. Uh, but we did have a, a question from from Charlie McPherson in the uh, in the private Facebook group. Uh, so we can throw that out and make sure that we get an answer today as we're going through this. So Charlie asks of all the lead gen sources like you know Zillow, TrulyaRealtor.com, Facebook, Google, whatever. You know what's the best ROI? Is it consistent across the country? And uh, this is a good one to start off with. Is there any that you should disregard just right out of hand? Right out of the gate. You know yeah. it's funny, Matt, because um, even in one market, I'll find one team promises that Realtor.com is the absolute best place to generate leads, and that Google AdWords is a complete waste of money. And then you'll ask their direct competition what the best lead sources are, and they'll say Google AdWords is the best place to put your money, but Realtor.com is the biggest waste of money. And what I find is, as we've traveled so much across the country and we've done speaking events and the podcasts that we've been hosted on, is that the teams that have success are the teams that believe in the leads that they get. And I really don't think it matters. Typically, the user is about how internet leads are generated. Even if they go into Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, being Yahoo, Google AdWords, Facebook, Craigslist, Backpage, the list goes on and on and on where leads can come from. The user experience is such that they're going to the internet, they're using a search browser to buy, sell, invest, whatever the topic may, might be, and they're landing on some type of an advertisement. On a social media site, there's advertisements running as well that most agents are paying for in some type of a pay-per-click environment, unless the leads are getting generated organically, which is a very tough place to, to compete in. So my answer to Charlie, which is a great question, Charlie, my answer would be that there are certain markets where certain lead sources are going to be stronger. Um, a lot of times agents want me to answer that question for them, depending on the market that they're in. And I think that question's probably best answered by yourself because unfortunately a lot of agents we've met with aren't very analytical and they don't do a very good job at tracking the leads or their conversion on the leads. They're not putting leads into a closed category or tracking how much money they're spending. And I'm gonna share with everyone today our, our return on investment tracker that we implement. I'm also gonna share with you my traffic dashboard for the month of October 2015. It has about 1,150 leads. I'll talk to you a little bit more about lead conversion there. So I know that's a long, lengthy, windy answer there, Matt, for you and the audience listening, but I really think it's important to remember um, we can be successful with any leads as long as we're willing to work behind the leads by making calls, sending texts, sending something of value, um, you know, reaching out to them via social media. There's a lot of different ways to get ourselves in front of individuals. And I think the agent that wins at the end of the day isn't necessarily uh, the agent that looks the shiniest with the shiny bald head, but maybe is the agent that does a better job of staying in front of the lead because we've found, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts, the leads on average from a, the point in which they register to the point they go under contract, it usually the life of that lead takes six months. And too often people say, oh, the lead source didn't work. And I'll ask them how long they did X lead source. And they'll tell me three months. And then in six months from now, they tell me, you know, I think I might have made a mistake because I did a bunch of deals off of that said lead source. And so I don't really think that there is a magic ball that just is going to start shifting out leads. I think on average, you can expect to have a one to 3% conversion ratio from any internet lead source. It really just depends on what you're willing to work and what you believe in. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, th and that's true, I think, across the marketing spectrum. You can find examples of anybody that's making just about any platform work, even in whether it's social media, whether it's email, whatever it is, somebody's rocking that platform and being really successful with it. Um, but the majority of other people that try to follow in their footsteps can't reproduce that success because they're not willing to put in the back-end work that they've yep. done to make that platform successful for them. So, yep, absolutely. Uh, now let's get into uh, to what's working for for your flagship team, um, and let's start with kind of the the pay per click environment and what what works well for you guys over the years. Sure, thanks, Matt. Yeah, you know, I think first and foremost, I didn't want to create internet leads until I had that infrastructure built. I think it's always a work in progress to increase the lead conversion. Creating leads becomes actually the simplest task. The hardest thing is conversion. And one of the other hard components is finding agents that will plug into the system that you believe in that will help agents to convert. And so really it's a one, two, three punch system where you're generating leads, you're teaching people to convert the leads, and then you're adding agents to the system. And if an agent doesn't have that infrastructure built and they think they're just going to work all these leads on their own, the, the floodgates open and there's so many leads that will come in and it makes it really, really challenging. And so um, I guess first and foremost, when you start talking about internet lead generation, a question that always comes up is how much money to spend. What's the right amount of leads to generate? And I, I've talked a lot about that. I think 30 leads a month per agent. Now, if you're the Rainmaker agent and you plan to work these leads on your own, I would recommend 100% that you generate listing leads. And there's several different companies out there that just focus on listing lead generation. You know, a lot of buyer leads are also listing leads, but there's some um, companies that are 100% focused on listing lead generation. So we use the Boomtown Seller Lead Suite which essentially provides a home valuation landing page for leads. You can post it onto Facebook for free you know, and just communicate with your Facebook followers. Or you can boost the post if you have a Facebook business page. It's super inexpensive to boost a post. And we found that to generate a lead off Facebook is about half as expensive as generating a lead through Google AdWords. So we're spending about $5 a lead off Facebook when we boost a post versus $10 a lead off of a Google AdWord campaign or even Yahoo or Bing those leads are costing us about $10. And when I say $10 a lead, we're getting about 10 clicks. It's about a dollar to $2 a click across the country. And we have teams in five or six different markets right now. And that's about the cost that we're spending. So it can cost anywhere between 10 and $20 a lead. If you're converting at 3%, Matt, that ends up being about $330 to $660 to convert. Let me share with the audience real quick our return on investment tracker because the numbers are kind of ambiguous until you kind of see where we're getting these numbers from. And I'll just kind of walk the audience real quick through what that ROI tracker looks like. So can you see my screen okay, Matt? Yeah. Perfect. So essentially what we've done every year, we pick three main lead sources to dump 70 to 80% of our marketing budget into. And so I'm sharing with you um, our 2015 lead sources. We have Google AdWords and then you can read them across the front. Feel free to screen image this. I'm nothing. We don't hide anything. My team's hundred percent transparent. I'd love my competition to see what we're doing because it's, it's, it's a lot of work <laughs> and a lot of, a lot of times most people won't copy and paste what we do. So right. Google AdWords is where we put a huge budget, 44,000 a year. You can see we've generated 3000 leads this year. And this is as of 924, 2015 at the mm -hmm. end of the year, we update this. We'll also pick five or six other sources. You'll see we have in red and we'll try them out. To, so that we're always on the forefront of what the next best thing is going to be. And if we find that one of our test locations is having a lot of success, then we'll dump more money in that throughout the year and coming into the following year. Mm -hmm. Always making sure that we're spending our marketing service agreement partners money in the best way so that we are getting the greatest return on investment. So using Google AdWords as the example, we see that um, 
55, we spend 5,500 a month right now, year to date, that's 44,000. We've generated 3,000 leads, which is someone that gives us either their name, phone number, email, or just a phone or just an email. Uh, cost per lead ends up being about $14.45, and our conversion rate on Google AdWord leads has been 3.31%. 101 units our team has done this year have come from Google AdWords, volume of 17 million, gross commission of 443, uh, return on investment is $10 for every dollar spent. That's a thousand eight percent return, 10 times return. Our average sales price from Google AdWords is 170,000. Our percent of total gross commission income, 60% off of Google AdWords. So that's just one category. And then you go across and you can start looking at all these other ones. So take Craigslist as an example, 23 units this year, not nearly as many as AdWords. Cost per lead ended up being $15 um, to generate a lead off of Craigslist. Uh, but one note I will make on Craigslist, it's it's one of the easiest leads um, to generate. And we don't do a lot of a lot of work behind Craigslist because we use someone in the Dominican Republic to post all of our houses for us. Um, and we've been pretty happy with the steady flow. The conversion ratio is about a little less than half of what Google AdWords is at 1.3%. Um, I'd like to see that go up a little bit. But what you do is, like I mentioned earlier, it's really perception. So if an agent doesn't think that it's a good lead source, they might not put as much effort towards that lead source. Yeah. So that's, that's been kind of interesting. Prophecy. Exactly. Now, yeah. what I have noticed nationwide with AdWord leads versus Craigslist, typically Craigslist is going to be about 10 to 20% lower on an average sales price than Google AdWords. So you can see my AdWords average in Omaha is 170,000 while Craigslist drops to 140. Some teams choose just not to use Craigslist altogether. We find that you know 10% of our GCI comes from Craigslist. We really think it's a nice complement to our overall lead generation strategy. Yeah. Uh, ProQuest is our IVR. It's our 1-800 number. ZBuy, we're no longer using. Dave Ramsey, some of you have heard of this. Um, MPD leads is our broker leads from the brokers that we were previously at. C Interactive is another website like Real, Real Estate Pros. And we're constantly putting new lead sources in, taking lead sources out, always looking for the next best thing. Um, and we have a few other systems that we're rolling out right now that I don't really want to talk about today only because we haven't found the results yet. But you guys yeah. can see, here's a picture, how many teams out there are using something like this. There are some out there. I know Lars Hedenberg, a great coach here nationally. He's a huge proponent of a return on investment tracker. Obviously, how do you invest your money if you don't know what the results are of the money you're investing? And a lot of teams don't really know what's going on. So yeah. um, this is an, an example. Anyone's welcome to build something like this out. And uh, I know you'll mention it, but we do host a 12-hour workshop every other Monday. Um, and it's actually booked through January. So we're taking reservations right now for January. Anyone that takes advantage of the 12-hour workshop here in Omaha gets access to the Google Drive, which includes the return on investment tracker, our master database, 12 weeks worth of training content, training videos, contracts, marketing service agreements, truck contracts, and there's just hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of intellectual property. And then we also have, Matt mentioned earlier in the Hangout, a private Facebook group that you would get added to, which you can post any questions you might have. And um, anytime we update the Google Drive, we also update on the private Hangout group so that people know uh, what new content we've recently added. Let's jump over, Matt, let, unless you had any questions on that, I wanted to jump into real quick our traffic dashboard. No, not not questions per se. I was just going to mention that uh, like access to, to the Google Drive is immediate once someone puts down a deposit. They don't have to wait. Like if they can't show up until January because we're booked, we don't we don't hold dangle out access to the drive until after you physically been to Omaha. You get that immediately. 
Yep, and uh, it's $3,000, guys, to come and check out the 12-hour workshop. I've had over 50 people take advantage of it this year. I have a list of six references that have been here in the last four weeks. So if you'd like some references, we'd love to send them out to you. Also, if you, like Matt said, if you put the 1500 down, I can give you access to the drive today, and we'll see you in Omaha January 11th or the first quarter. Another option that we've offered to the public is paying for just the drive. And then you can come to the 12 hour workshop in the future for a discounted rate. Right now, the cost for just our Google drive is a thousand dollars. And then you can come to the 12 hour workshop anytime, even if the cost goes up for $2,000. So I think that's a really good option too. If you just don't, can't make time for the workshop, but you want access to all of our documents and our intellectual property, we can make that available to you as well. And we receive payment via PayPal. It's super simple. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right, moving on. All right, guys. So here's my back office. Um, this is the, what Boomtown calls our traffic dashboard. A lot of different CRMs have something similar. This is going to show everything we're doing to generate leads on our team for the month of October 2015. Um, I'll scroll to the bottom. You'll see our total for leads in October was 1,140. You can see overall, and unfortunately, it doesn't have the categories on the bottom, but it'll go visitors and then the searches they did buyer leads generated, seller leads generated, and then the visit to lead percentage and then lead. So we were able to generate 114,851 um, clicks on our links. Out of those clicks, about half of those people, 7,800 ended up doing a search. And then out of those, 1,100 ended up becoming leads. So you'll see overall from a click to conversion ratio as a lead, it's only 7.6%, which equaled 1,100 leads. So we're, our marketing budget right now to be able to generate 1,100 leads is about $6,500 across the spectrum of all of the different lead sources that we have. But you'll see here, we're heavily investing, as I mentioned earlier with the ROI tracker, heavily investing into Google AdWords, which Boomtown calls Boomtown Paid Advertising. A majority mm -hmm. of that spend is going to Google AdWords. So a 10% conversion ratio visit to lead means 10% of the time someone clicks on one of my AdWords, it becomes a lead. Well, I already mentioned the clicks are costing about a dollar to two dollars, meaning a lead is going to cost me anywhere from you know twenty to forty or ten to forty twenty ten to twenty dollars. Right, exactly. And, and just then, to clarify, like you're looking at this dashboard in Boomtown, these are not all Boomtown leads. Everything is tracked through Boomtown. So these are all of your different lead sources that are being yep. tracked and put into and run through the Boomtown system as the CRM. Yep, the only lead within here, Matt, that comes from Boomtown is the Boomtown paid advertising. And let's make a point to say that's not even coming from Boomtown. That's coming from Google AdWords. What Boomtown does so well, and of course, I'd love to see more of our audience sign up for Boomtown because we can share a lot of things that we have that's just privy to Boomtown users like our mm -hmm. um our text campaigns and a lot of the other template emails that we send out, we're sharing all of those publicly. So if you are a Boomtown person listening to this, go search in the Boomtown sharing library under Omaha's Elite Real Estate Group. We've made all those texts public. We're also sharing those within our Google Drive for anyone that buys our drive if you're not on the Boomtown platform. And we've spent four years of our uh, research and development and making sure that those convert at the very highest level. But to your point, Matt, we are doing a lot on our own, um, trying to generate traffic to our Boomtown site because obviously our Boomtown site is what's capturing the leads and it's mm -hmm. also what's getting leads to want to come back. So one of the things I want to point out is Facebook. Um, we actually had a social media expert come speak to our team last Friday and spent two hours talking to our team about boosting posts, which I know I mentioned a little bit on this earlier. One of the huge advantages of Facebook is you have a gathering of people that aren't on a search engine going to a site, clicking on a link. 
they're out hanging out. They're having fun. It's a Saturday. It's the evening. They have an extra 10 minutes to kill and you want to spark their interest. So what's the unique selling proposition? Well, a lot of people want to know what their house is worth. A lot of people want to look at cool houses or take part in a cool house search or in some type of a giveaway. And so we've shown our team at a very low cost, or in, even in a lot of cases for free, they can create a really fun search and post it on their Facebook page with a neat picture and invite their Facebook followers to click on the link to find out the cool condo houses in the neighborhood or the most searched like searched property in their city. Uh, we've even done like condos and, for real estate. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Exactly. So we've had a lot of success with this. So we have spent $0 in Facebook advertising in the month of October. I have spent money with Facebook um, use, in other campaigns, but in October, mm-hmm. we didn't spend any money on Facebook to boost the posts, but we had 4,000 visitors, 291 searches and 200 leads. So 200 mm-hmm. free leads that were yeah. generated from my agents. And then it's something else that's really cool. I can click show campaign with Boomtown and I can scroll down and look at all of the different campaigns that the agents had ran. So like as an example, Clayton, one of my agents, um, this is a, this is a boosted ad. He said he paid, he paid for it on 910 Fort Street. So this is one of his listings. So he's probably spent $20 and had 665 people click on it. 18 people did a search and he generated 27 leads off of it. So if you don't know how to do that, I'm sure there's a million YouTube videos about boosting posts for Facebook. It's a really great way for anyone that doesn't have a huge robust CRM to be able to generate leads. Mm -hmm. Cool. Very cool. All right. You want to talk about, uh, about Craigslist and have the process of how you guys generated those leads off Craigslist and whose listings you're marketing. Yeah, for sure. So um, in, in Nebraska, if we can get permission from a broker, we can post all of that broker's listings to Craigslist. So a lot of people are like, who goes to Craigslist to look at property? Well, a lot of people assume that they can get a really good deal on a house if they can find a house on Craigslist. They assume that you know maybe it's a, a family member passed away and the kids are wanting to try to sell the house or someone just doesn't want to hassle with a real estate agent. I don't know why that would be. And they just want to try to sell it for a sale by owner. So people go there thinking, you know, maybe I can find a really good deal on Craigslist and they jump out um, and look at some properties. Well, it's our intention to capture that lead, redirect them to our website to show them that they have access to 99% more property if they're looking on a IDX site, which is linked to the MLS, instead of looking within that Craigslist environment. So instead of posting houses every day to Craigslist, which is very cumbersome, we were actually put in contact four years ago with a gentleman in the Dominican Republic. His name's Alberto. Um, he owns a company called Alltech World. And a lot of these companies I've referenced in this hand out today, Matt, anyone can find those just by going to jeffsfavoritetools.com and or go to Omaha's Elite Real Estate Group.com and click on resources. And I've created links to the Boomtown demo. If you go through Boomtown and reference my name, um, they're going to be able to offer you a little bit better of a service. Also with Alberto, always reference my name with him as well. And one of the reasons I want to do that is if you can connect me on that, and I know that you've signed up for anyone listening, I want to be a part of helping you onboard and make your experience as successful as possible. Obviously, if I'm the one telling you about it, I want to make sure that you have a lot of success with it. So what we've done is we got permission from our broker. Well, our broker has 500 agents and just simply asked us to get the agent's permission. So I did an email blast to 500 agents. A hundred of them responded, said, yes, we could post their listings to Craigslist. And out of those 100, there were about 175 listings. So we post 100 houses every day to Craigslist. And essentially, he posts 100 a day, and then he deactivates the posting and reposts the same thing every other day. And 
it gives a little bit of information about the property and then creates a link that directs them. They have to copy and paste the link back into their browser, which brings them to our website. And then the splash screen kicks up, which asks for that person's contact information. So um, well, the thing I really like about Craigslist, it's super inexpensive. So like Alberto charges $350 a month to post uh, up to 50 houses a day onto Craigslist. So I'm spending 400 a month. It's only $50 more every 100, or sorry, every 50 listings. So I'm spending $400 a month to post 100 listings a day to Craigslist. Okay. Um, now I did have a, a question about like Zillow and Truly. Was there anything else you wanted to say on Craigslist before we move on to like other lead sources? Nope. Other yeah, let's move forward. Okay. So um, first of all, like I've seen your your ROI tracker. I, I've seen a little bit of the numbers behind the Zillow and Trulia. So, but can you share with everybody like why you guys don't really invest and throw money into either of those sources anymore? Yeah, and so there's Zillow, Trulia, and Realtor.com uh, are the three players that you know a lot of people talk about. There's also Homes.com that gets talked about a little bit. I don't think that it's necessarily bad to throw money there. We've just had a lot more success using the, the ones I've shared with the audience. Um, we have used all three of those in the past. We've spent thousands of dollars a month towards Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, and none of the three ever competed well against AdWords. Now, again, it's all perception. That was my experience. So it's not to say it's not going to work well for you. So if you have a $3,000 ad, um, sorry, a $3,000 marketing budget, and you know you're going to put 3000 towards AdWords or any type of pay-per-click advertising, I would never put it all to one place. I'd put 70% of it to the thing you believe is going to be the most successful, and then test everything out with the other 30%. You should never put all of your eggs into one basket. Always right, be discovering... Right new opportunities that are going to be out there. What I will say is that anybody should take advantage of any testimonial pages that are out there because a lot of people will go out to Zillow as an example and they'll search whatever agent got the most feedback from the public. And I know like in Omaha, we're, in one, we're one of the top five agents that were reviewed on Zillow because every time one of our agents has a transaction, they invite the person that they did the deal with to leave feedback. So there is a way where you don't have to pay for advertising necessarily on Zillow, but I think it's like $50 a month and you can have a premier account, which essentially helps you boost your listings a little bit more and helps your, um, it, it also aids in your listing presentation to let people know that your listings will be boosted on Zillow. So there's some inexpensive yeah. ways to get a better presence within some of those other sites that are out there. And I know in the past we've done some of that. I'm not sure what all we're doing with that right now. Yeah, and you guys have a client care coordinator that's also helping to get reviews. You have a review site and those those reviews then post through and show on the Boomtown uh, site. And a quick word on Zillow. Um, so Yorn Force out in Temecula, like he is the master of getting Zillow reviews and then using those to get new 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 leads, basically new listings and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, his process is to ask for the review and I think they have a, a basically the equivalent of like a client care coordinator calling to do this for them because they've got a team. Uh, but they're always asking them to review them on Zillow uh, before closing, like right before closing. So once all the ha hassles are worked out but before they get a chance to move in and forget all about you, uh, he's going for the review right then. So they get, I think mm -hmm. he's usually in the triple digits and that's that's really been a key to their success so it can be done um, but yeah that's that's a, a lot of work uh, I can see yep. I mean the last time I looked at your your ROI tracker if I remember correctly I mean some of those Zillow leads were costing in the triple digits compared to 20 bucks a lead on on Google pay-per-clicks I mean there was a huge huge difference and you had no you guys went into that without any preconceived notions right just hey, yeah. let's let's see what what you know let's see what works let's throw it up against Google pay-per-click and just see if there's a difference Right. Yep, exactly. Yeah, we had no idea. Um, in the beginning, and this is the beginning for anyone that hasn't spent a lot of money, it's scary 
it's mm-hmm. scary to put money towards something. And to honestly, and I'll tell you from a, a professional perspective, you're not going to know if it worked for six months to a year. Some yeah. of those seller leads are awesome leads that don't want to sell for two years. So that's simply a long-term nurturing campaign that you have to be willing to do. So don't think when you get internet leads, it's just going to start growing money out of the floor. It's going to be a long process to convert those leads, but I promise it'll all be worth it. My recommendation is that for internet leads, that the the rainmaker team leader isn't working them directly. You're turning them over to other agents and teaching them how to work the leads. But it's very challenging if you've never worked the leads yourselves for those agents to respect your suggestions and your recommendations if you haven't even had success with the leads by yourself. So I would recommend for the first month or two, try to work the leads on your own, try to become an expert in and of yourself of being able to convert those and then start referring them out to other people. Okay. Now let's go, uh, we've been talking a little bit kind of at a team level. Let's go quickly to the individual level and make sure that we speak to people that maybe are not at the level of uh, systems and having sure. a large marketing budget to play around with. So yeah. let's say you only have, like you you have a marketing budget, not because it's a percentage of revenue, but because just because you decide, hey, I need to spend yeah. 500 bucks to 1000 a month, otherwise my business isn't yeah. going to grow. Uh, so you know, where maybe, would you or maybe you're or maybe your lender said, "Hey, I'll give you 500 yeah. bucks. Where do you put it?" You know, and I get—I just had a good friend of mine reach out to me not more than a week ago, who said, "Hey, I have $500 a month coming in from one of my lender partners. Where, where do you think I should spend the money?" I told him Craigslist. I think it's a super really? inexpensive way to generate leads, and I like how instantaneous those leads are. A lot of them are in a lower price point, but a lot of them are first-time buyers and they're ready to move forward. Um, we yeah, found that, yeah, we we found that they're a really easy conversion. Um, while it's a lower price point, I'd rather take an easy lead that spends 50,000 less than a lead that's going to be really challenging to convert. Uh, that's in a higher price point. That's a no brainer. Yeah. So a lot of people think they're too good for the lower price point. I've always believed in working the price point that I believe would always be here independent of market shifts. And so our team has built itself on the average sales price in Omaha, which is about $185,000. There's obviously some agents across the country and locally that only want to work in the higher tier luxury price point, and that's fine. I've just found in cyclical markets, when there are big shifts, their business really, really struggles. So, Yeah, I, and the funny thing about that, I mean, you're talking about a 40, let's, so the average price of a Craigslist sold listing, right, is 140 compared to 180. Right. I mean, by the time you whittle that down to the actual agent's commission that they're putting in that into their pocket, you're only talking about a few hundred bucks difference between bucks. those two leads. So, yep. what, you know, really, what's is there really a massive de incentive to right. go after those Craigslist leads for the average agent? No. Right. I think one of the advantages, um, sorry, shifting gears a little bit, why people sign up for Zillow, Trulia, or Realtor.com is a lot of agents don't have a website that lead captures. And so, mm. if they have $500 or $1,000, if you don't have a website where you can redirect the leads, even with Craigslist, um, unless those people are reaching out directly to you, it's really challenging to convert a lead if you don't have a, a website that gives you yeah. that ability. So outside of Boomtown, Boomtown's $1,500 a month to be able to just have the platform and then you have to pay for advertising on top of it. I would recommend to anyone, even a single agent, to invest in it. I think it's well worth the money. But for those out there that just cannot allow themselves to spend $1,500 a month, Real Geeks is also another really good option. It's $500 a month. It does a lot of the same things that Boomtown does. It does not have as many features, but it does do a lot of really great things from a CRM perspective and a front-end website perspective. So you can jump on Boomtown or Real Geeks websites and sign up for demos and learn a little bit more about those. If you don't have a website that can generate leads for you, 
then your website's pointless. The whole point of the website, in my opinion, is obviously to be a, a, a electronic business card for the public. But when the public is there, you need to be able to offer them something of value. And when they take advantage of that value add, they're becoming a lead opportunity for you. If, and if that's not on your site, then I just don't understand why you'd spend the money for a website. Um, there's a link also, like I had already mentioned on our resources page, back to Real Geeks website as well. Yeah, yeah, and Jeff's, Jeff's favoritetools.com and get there from there. Um, did you want to go into uh, the, uh, the scripting for follow-up with those if you get somebody that objects to the fact that's, that you have that lead capture on your website? Because that's a common yeah, issue, I think, great. for Yeah, for that's a, a really good question. You know, a lot of people don't know what to say. Um, let's start off with drip emails, and I'll take Ben Kinney's advice. Uh, Ben's a respected agent up in Washington and has done a lot of great things in the industry. Um, one of the things Ben recommended, and I, I really love his strategy here with uh, the text campaigns is to, or sorry, the drip emails. And you guys suppose you could use it with text campaigns as well is instead of using the auto text, uh, auto email to start off a response for any lead source, he recommends that his agents send out a custom email first and then starts the auto. So for those that aren't familiar with it, there's smart drip, which is this auto email chains based on which category a leads in. And so when a new lead comes in for Craig's from Craigslist, for example, we used to push a button that said Craigslist drip email. And then they would get 15 emails in a two-week period, and it would reference the fact that they came from Craigslist, and then it all was just template all the way across the board. Well, Ben's recommendation, I agree with him, Matt, and this is to answer your question, is when you first engage a lead, you need to reference the experience that they had while they were on your site or wherever they came from. Talk about the houses they looked at. Ask them why they're looking at those houses. Go through the LP Mama. And if you're not familiar with that, that's a lead conversion or appointment setting uh, script technique that you can find on Google. Um, essentially, it talks about asking them the location they're looking in, the price range, the, if they have a mortgage, if they're working with an agent, their motivation, how soon until they're going to be buying a house. So take people through this process. But first and foremost, you have to connect the dots of how you know them because too often there's strangers that call that, that are cold calling. You need them to know you're not cold calling. So right. a script. A script of mine would sound like this. I'd say, hey, Matt, uh, this is Jeff Cohn calling. Hey, you just recently registered on Omaha's Elite Real Estate Group.com. You may not remember the name because you were doing a search on blank website and ended up falling upon my site. You know, I know it might have been cumbersome to uh, register on a new site to be able to see a house, but I did want to ask you about your experience. What would you think about my website? And now someone's going to say, I don't remember, it wasn't me, or they're going to say, oh, cool website. And, you know, and usually people aren't going to go much more in depth yeah. than that. I'll say, you know, I really appreciate you saying that. Uh, we found that it has really offered a lot of value to people thinking about buying a house or selling a house in our market. Hey, while I have you on the line, if you wouldn't mind me asking, what was it that brought you to the site to start looking at properties? And now they're going to talk a little bit about the reason they're there and say, you know, what's the timing and start asking questions and then start to build rapport. I think too often people become very robotic in their scripts and people reach out to me every day asking me what script do I use for this situation or that situation. And I try to express to everyone that it's not really about the words we choose to use as much as it's about the way we choose to use the words. Mm -hmm. So people don't want to be talked to like you've talked to a hundred other people the same way. You know, and it brings me back uh, to the story of when we had our first child. I had a baby girl 10 years ago, my, now my 10-year-old daughter. And I remember the nurses just treating it like they had delivered 30 babies that day. And they had delivered, like, I think 60 babies that day. But I didn't want to be treated like that. That was my first baby. Well, same with people thinking about buying or selling property. They don't want to be treated like this is the 100th call you made today and you're on an auto dialer. They want you to act like this was your first lead you've ever gotten. 
And so I'm using mm. expressions like this. I'm talking like this. They can hear I'm excited. I'm smiling. I'm interactive. I'm, I'm a joker in some extent. Some people like, oh, look at this guy. I can't yeah. act like that. You've got to turn yourself on. People aren't interested in just, oh, hey, you know, my name's Jeff Cohn with Omaha's Elite. I mean, it's so – I listen to agents, 90% of them. It's the way they're saying it that's the reason they're not successful. It's not the words they're choosing to use. So long answer to your short question, but I think it's important for the audience to know a little bit more about lead conversion. Yes, that is true, and that, that is a big piece. Good Lord, yeah. There's uh, Been there, done that. We get a lot of questions on scripts and stuff like that, and it's, yeah, you're absolutely right. The energy and enthusiasm between it, I mean, what, who is, I don't remember who said it, but sales is a transference of energy. Yep. Uh, that's so true. Very, very true. Yep. Absolutely. Um, all right, so... Um, is there any any parting words on internet? We talked about you know what you would do uh, if you want to you know just putting five hundred bucks into it. So I think people have something concrete to walk away from. Right. Um, for I wanted to say real quick, if they go through Jeff's favorite tools to get a hold of Alberto, uh, the link that's on that page is a direct email link. This is not a large operation. I mean, you're you're basically dealing with the guy who's uh, supervising all of the work that's being done. Um, make sure that you reference Jeff. There's not like a, you know, this is not a large operation where you have a, a landing page with a code that you can put in. Um, this is a real person that you're dealing with. So just wanted to mention that real quick. So they know to kind of to start with Craigslist, uh, to start with Real Geeks, um, and then put, you know, part of that budget into X, Y, or Z, something else right. to test yep. it out. Yep. So uh, what, uh, what advice would you give to, let's say, somebody that's in the position of trying to grow their team um, they have some agents, they're generating buyer leads, they're doing some buyer deals and they want to mix in some other lead sources or try something out or maybe try to go after some more listing leads. Uh, what's, what's some good advice for them in that situation? Yeah, so and we're trying to focus on PPC. I and mean, obviously there's three main buckets that I've talked about a lot, Matt, with you. And uh, those bu buckets are internet lead generation and social media, which is what we're covering today. And then the other two are outbound prospecting, like your just listed, just sold, expired, FISBO and open houses, and then working your sphere. So just keeping it to an internet lead perspective. Um, I think that Facebook piece that I've already talked about is going to be huge. I think it's going to only get bigger moving into the future. So also um, Google Plus page. Make sure to create a business page on Google. If you don't know how to do it, Google search it. Uh, but I think that's huge because a lot of people use Google. So if someone searches realtor, your city name, if you have a Google Plus page and you're listed as a realtor, your business will come up as one of the businesses, even if you're an agent within a brokerage. Mm -hmm. And if you're a team of agents of 20 or 30 agents, you can actually do the same thing for all the agents on your team and put you all under the same look, the same physical address, and it'll help you with your search engine optimization and organic ranking. And Matt, I know you, Matt and I actually sat down with a consultant a couple of months ago, and they they made that recommendation to us. There's a lot mm -hmm. of things you you can do for free. Also on Google, people can do reviews on you. So I know I have a handful of reviews out at Google Plus, TrulyOfRealtor.com, Zillow. Take those reviews and put them on your website, put them on your Facebook page. Anytime someone reviews you, you need to post it to the public. That's what's going to impress someone. You can post a hundred times. I'm amazing. I sold 550 houses. I do it all the time. And I keep, get, I keep doing it and no one's coming and calling me and impressed. But I right. can post one time a picture of a cute little old lady who said, Jeff sold my $100,000 house. And like a hundred people call me, all cute little old ladies calling me, wanting me to sell their $100,000 house. So... <laughs> Be careful not to post. <laughs> if, it's a, if it's a house, you don't want to get the more leads like that house. Don't post it on the no. Facebook. But to hear from the little old honest lady over here and from the rough and tough real estate, it's a way more impressive and organic. And I think the best thing you can do is have past clients post on their Facebook pages and tag you 
and have their whole network of people, you know, learn about the experience that they had with you. And at the end of the day, it's not about getting lead. It's not about these leads working with us, as I've pointed out in past podcasts. It's about building relationships with all of these leads so that when they come in contact with someone thinking about buying or selling a house, those people reach out to, to you and, and or give your name out to their network of individuals. So right. think about the hundreds of people a month you might generate as leads. Imagine if we d- didn't get any business from them directly, but indirectly we got all those people to refer our name, we would be unstoppable. So it's all about creating value and you know giving, giving, giving so that those people want to give back and want to send their friends and family to your company. Yeah, and that takes a very, very systematic, disciplined follow-up. So that's that's another big component of that. I mean, it's the secret to lead conversion. It's the secret to referrals. So it's it's uh, it's kind of the secret sauce behind. I think it's the secret sauce behind your whole team. I think it has a big. It plays a huge role. And you know, we have used viral marketing to talk about yet another company. I've had a ton of success with viral marketing. Frank Klesitz is a genius. He's done a lot for the real estate industry as well, and he has helped us to stay in contact with our database. We have over sixty thousand people, and so even outside of our CRM, which also communicates with these individuals, if someone opts out, I at least know there's going to be an email that's going to go out twice a month of value. Uh, sometimes it's me, sometimes it's someone else on my team or one of our vendor partners um, communicating with our database. So even if the internet, if like Google search was now no longer PPC became too expensive, I've created my own network. And I know in 10 years from now, I'll have a half a million people in my database. There's not a half a million people in Omaha. So I don't know who all these people are that are registered in my database, but I'm going to have a lot of individuals that I can market to and have a relationship with, and that's going to help us to build our team. So, you know, a lot of people talk about Google organic and how important SEO is. And while it does play a role, I think you're better to continue to capture people's contact information and always keep it somewhere. Always try to communicate with that list. Even if you're not right now, don't disregard any contact that you have of, you know, contact information you have for individuals. Keep that in an Excel spreadsheet because one day you're going to be able to plug it into a system like viral or a a long-term drip email or something like that. And some of those people are going to bubble up. Even if it's 1% of 50,000 gang, that's a lot of people. (laughs) It's true. It's ridiculous. I'm just thinking about all those wonderful people who are from out of town that opted in so that they could look at buying a vacation home in beautiful and scenic Omaha, Nebraska. That's exactly right. There's all tons of those. (laughs) Tons, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all the time we have. We covered a uh, a ton of ground. So um, the things you want to check out, uh, EliteRealEstateSystems.com. You can go to the the tools and resources page there. The shortcut to that is Jeff'sFavoriteTools.com. Uh, but either way you get there, all of those links, uh, you know, Boomtown, Real Geeks, uh, All Tech World, all the, th- the stuff that Jeff talked about, um, if there's not, you know, a direct link, um, uh, well, there is a direct link, but for some of them, just make sure that you reference Jeff when you do sign up, uh, especially if it's something like uh, when you're getting in touch with Alberto uh, about the Craigslist posting, if you want to move forward with that. And so um, with that, I think we will uh, we'll wrap this one up, send it home. Awesome. Appreciate it, Matt. It's always fun doing these. And I think the last thing I'll say, and I know everyone's ready to go and they probably already have left, but the last thing I would say is it's scary to spend the money. It was scary for me. It's okay if it feels like you're throwing money down the the toilet, but I promise if you run behind those leads and work them the way you need to be working them to to convert at a high level, you will be successful. You're not going to lose money. At the end of the day, I've never, I've never lost money with lead generation. I've always gained. It's just mm-hmm. a question of how much you gain. I'm gaining 10 times the amount we're putting in with Google AdWords right now. So go out there and find your 10-time return investment. It's out there. It might not be AdWords, but find something that's a good fit for you. Yeah. Excellent advice. All right, Jeff. Thank you so All much. Right, Thanks, man. Good talking to you.